the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Hey friends, this is Dr. Trudy, the host of The Christian View. I'm excited that you are joining me today for this podcast. We're going to be talking about silver and gold from the book of Acts chapter 3. You know, so often we think we don't have anything to offer people, but we do. We have Jesus Christ. So you don't want to miss this podcast today. Stay tuned. We'll be right back. This is the Dr. Trudy Podcast, where together we learn to choose faith over fear, contentment over chaos, where we discover what it takes to live a life of victory. Dr. Trudy Simmons has a PhD in counseling. She's a certified life coach, a television host. She's completed 12 Ironman competitions. But if you were to ask her who she is, she'd tell you she's a woman of faith, a wife, and a mother. She's an overcomer with a calling and a gift for helping others to pull through the tough stuff. Thanks for joining us today. Here again is Dr. Trudy. Hey friends, this is Dr. Trudy, the host of The Christian View. I hope that you are doing well today. And I want to thank you for tuning in today. We're going to talk today a little bit about the book of Acts, chapter 3, 1 through 9. But before we do, I've titled this message, Silver and Gold. And you'll figure out why in just a few minutes. But before we get into the topic today, the teaching today, I just want to share a little bit about myself with you in case this is your first time tuning in. Um, I am Dr. Trudy Simmons. I have a PhD in family and marriage counseling. I am a wife of 25 years, a mom of a 16-year-old and a six-year-old. Um, and yes, that are that is a huge, huge gap. Um, you know, God in his faithfulness. Um, blessed us with a second little girl. Um, we adopted her um, six months bef- after she was born um, and we just adore her and she is amazing. And so, um, you know, I was always told I couldn't get pregnant and the Lord allowed me graciously to be able to conceive with Jonathan and um, he's 16 now. And so I'm just thankful for the, for the Lord and what he has done in and through my life. Um, and that is why I'm so passionate about sharing the good news of the gospel of Jesus Christ, because the Lord has done so much in my life. I, um, you know, I I am a counselor, a life coach, um, an Ironman athlete, but I'm a daughter of the King and I am an overcomer by the blood of Jesus Christ. I don't know what you've walked through or what you're walking through now, but I want you to know that God is faithful and that he will see you through to the other side. And everything that you go through will make you stronger if you stay connected to the Lord. If you stay in his footsteps, connecting to him each step of the way, he will make you stronger because he is faithful to complete what he started in you. And, and you know, life life is not always easy, you know, and that's what I tell people in the counseling room, but God is faithful. And, you know, so I stress that, you know, yes, I am an overcomer. I have overcome a lot of things in my life, as I'm sure those listening and watching have overcome in their life as well. And that's one reason why I do what I do is to help other people become overcomers so that they can share their stories 
of the goodness of the Lord in the land of the living. Um, if you're not following us on social media, I would love it if you would follow us. Um, my Facebook personal Facebook page is Dr. Trudy, um, Dr. Trudy Simmons. And then we have the Christian View. So follow us there and, and join our YouTube channel. Subscribe to our YouTube channel and our newsletter. And you can write me at drtrudysimmons at gmail.com. I would love to hear from you. Um, so today I want to talk about the book of Acts, specifically Acts 3, 1 through 9. Um, you know, years and years and years ago, I've been a Christian for a long time, um, but I didn't really understand the power of the Holy Spirit. I didn't understand um, that the Holy Spirit lived inside of me and that that the same power that raised Jesus from the dead lives inside of me and that the same power that Jesus used to raise Lazarus from the dead lives inside of me. Um, not until I was living in London with my husband, and I got sick in Africa and uh, we were living in London, but we took a trip to Africa and I got sick. They called it the Tunisian tummy. And I was in our hotel for three days and I opened up the Bible and I just started reading the book of Acts. And I was blown away about what authority believers have, like what we have um, because of Jesus Christ. And um, then I started reading all the books of uh, John Wimber, Weber and and um, my favorite one is uh, Smith Wigglesworth and John G. Lakes, and just reading all of of those people, of those prophets who had gone before, walking in the fullness of the Holy Spirit. And it just, it just, I was just in awe of what we have in Jesus Christ. Um, but for before then, I really didn't know. I didn't know the power that that was bestowed on us. Um, and so I want to talk a little bit about that and hopefully go into more detail at a later date. But the one that the Lord, the scripture that the Lord has placed on my heart for the last three weeks is um, Acts 3, and it's specifically verse 6. And so I'm going to read a little bit before, and then we're going to stop at verse 6, and then we're going to read a little bit more. Um, but I encourage you to get your Bible out, get your pen and paper, um, and allow the Holy Spirit to truly speak through you. So I'm going to start um, let's start in verse three. So chapter three of Acts, verse three, it says, so when he saw Peter and John about to go into the temple, he asked them, he asked him to give him, give him a gift. And this was the beggar that was sitting, sitting there. And so let me back up just a minute so you can get the full picture. Okay. Verse one. Now, Peter and John were going up to the temple at the hour of prayer, the ninth hour, three o'clock in the afternoon, when a certain man crippled from birth was being carried along, who was laid each day at the gate of the temple, which is called beautiful, so that he might beg for charitable gifts from those who entered the temple. Verse three. So when he saw Peter and John about to go into the temple, he asked them to give him a gift. And Peter directed his gaze intently at him. And so did John and said, look at us. And the man paid attention to them, expecting that he was going to get something from them. But Peter said, silver or gold, money, I do not have. But what I do have, that I give to you in the name of Jesus of Nazareth. Walk. Verse 7. Then he took hold of the man's right hand with a firm grip and raised him up. And at once his feet and ankle bones became strong and steady. And leaping forth, he stood and began to walk, and he went into the temple with them, walking and leaping and praying.
praising God. And all the people saw him walking about and praising God. And they recognized him as the man who usually sat begging for alms at the beautiful gate of the temple. And they were filled with wonder and amazement, bewilderment over what had happened to him. Y'all, as believers in Jesus Christ, we may not have silver and gold to offer people, but what we have is Jesus Christ. And the other day, as I was praying, I was like, Lord, I... I'm not sure what I have, you know, and that's when he gave me this scripture. He goes, you know what? You have me. You have you have the Holy Spirit. You have Jesus Christ living inside of you, Trudy. And I'm saying that to each person listening and watching today. You, if you are a born again believer, you have Jesus Christ living inside of you and you have so much to offer you know, you have so much to offer. And, and sometimes sitting in the counseling room, I'll hear that. Well, I'm just, I'm not very versed well in scripture, or I don't understand the Bible that well, or I, you know, I lack this or I like that. But let me tell you, and this is so exciting, that in Christ, you lack no good thing. In Christ, you lack no good thing. You may feel inadequate at the task that God has given you. You know, we may be lost for words during when we were faced with a tragedy of a friend or a family member. You may feel helpless when a loved one is grieving. You may feel like you won't have the words to say to a stranger on the street. And I've been there, loss of words, not knowing what to say. But if we don't rely on our own strength and we rely on on God's strength, which is what he calls us to do each and every day, then we will have those words. Lord, fill me up to overflow with your words. Let it not be my words that they hear, but let it be your words that they hear. Because our words can be a sounding gong, but God's words and God's commands and God's declares and decrees, that's what gives life. That's what causes dry bones to come alive. That's what causes people who have been... um, for years to be healed and y'all we have it in us living in us and so the enemy wants to keep us bound by fear by saying oh don't don't step out of your comfort zone don't don't sneak jesus because what if god doesn't show up but let me ask you what if he does and there have been so many times y'all that god has shown up when i have stepped out just yesterday i was wearing a shirt that said I believe in miracles. And this elderly lady, she was 73. She looked at me. She goes, do you really believe in miracles? And I said, yes, ma'am, I do. She goes, well, I'm a miracle. And she proceeded to tell me her miracle stories time time and time again, how the Lord had healed her. And she goes, I'm 73 and the Lord is not finished with me yet. And I know I have more miracles to come. She was speaking that out of her mouth. And as she was speaking and I was agreeing with her, the lady behind the counter said, well, I have a miracle too. We, we can have those miracles. We've got to speak them. We've got to believe them. We've got to get connected to God. You know, you think about a light is, um, is turned on by a light switch. And sometimes you have to plug them into the wall. We've got to stay plugged into Jesus Christ. We've got to stay plugged into his word. We've got to stay plugged in to what he is saying to us. You know, we hear three voices. We hear our, our voice. We hear the enemy's voice. And we can hear God's voice. And I'm declaring and decreeing today that the, that God's voice is the loudest voice that you hear. It triumphs over your voice 
and over the enemy's voice. The enemy will tell you, you can't do it. The enemy will tell you, don't speak up for Jesus. The enemy will tell you, don't pray for his healing. Don't pray for her healing. Don't pray for their salvation. He wants you to be bound in fear. But God is saying, you can do this. I'm your biggest cheerleader. I'm your biggest fan. So when you think about these words, Peter says, but Peter said, silver and gold, money I do not have, but what I have. Each of us have the same thing that if we are born again believers, we have the same thing that Peter had. We have the Holy Spirit living in us and we need to give it to the world. If you think about it, the beggar is our world, right? The beggar asking for help, he represents the world out there around us. He represents the lost people. How many people do you come across every single day? that are wounded, that are broken, that need a word of encouragement, that need a touch of Jesus that only you can give them. If you're staying grounded and connected into the word of God and into his presence and his word and worshiping, you have so much to give. You have so much to give because you're not you're not giving out of self. You're not giving out of an empty cup. You're giving what the Holy Spirit has poured into you. You're giving it to a dying and hurting world. And so I want to encourage you to step out in faith. Once you've spent time with Father God, step out in faith and and, and be his hands and feet. Be God's hands and feet because we are living in a world that needs Jesus. We are living in a world that is full of fear, that is full of chaos, that is full of condemnation, that is full of doubt. And we as believers have the answer and that answer is Jesus Christ. It's not money. It's not more power. It's not a better car, a bigger house. It's not more clothes in the closet. It's Jesus Christ. That's what matters. That's who matters. And that that's who's going to bring healing and salvation to a hurting world. That's who's going to bring healing and salvation to a hurting home, to a hurting marriage, to our schools, to our churches, to our communities. It's not a bigger, better program. It's Jesus. It comes back down to Jesus. That's what's going to save our our world. Our begging, crippled world is Jesus Christ. And we as believers have that ability and that power living within us. Listen to this. Meekness turned into power to speak under any condition or circumstance. Doubt gave way to absolute faith in God's power to do anything. They had new experiences with Jesus, and that's what God wants for us. He wants us to have those experiences. Suddenly, those disciples were so full of God's power that they couldn't keep quiet anymore. They began to shout and praise the Lord because of the great things that he has done. Have you ever felt that power? Have you ever felt that joy? Have you ever felt that um That excitement about Jesus Christ. You know, some people feel that excitement when they first become believers. And then then over time, it, it, it goes away. God wants you to have that back. He wants you to walk in the fullness of the Holy Ghost. He wants you to be like the beggar that was, he was leaping forth. He began to walk and then he began to leap and then he began to praise. Don't settle for anything else but God's best. Don't settle for anything else but the joy of the Lord. Don't settle for anything else but the power of the Holy Spirit in you to go out and do the things he's called you to do. And you may be saying, well, you know what? I'm not an evangelist. You don't have to be. You just have to be willing to be a light for Jesus. There's a saying out there that says, you know, 
show them Jesus, tell them about Jesus, and use your words if you have to. You know, I don't want you to walk in fear, but I would encourage you to ask the Lord to give you those divine appointments where you can engage in a conversation about miracles, where you can engage in a conversation about God's goodness, where you can engage in a conversation about how Jesus has transformed your life. You know, this became a normal thing for John and Paul, and it can become normal for you. You know, we sometimes we just got to get out of our comfort zone. But I'm telling you that God is faithful. And if you had the cure for cancer or any other sickness or disease, wouldn't you want to share it with those hurting the lady in the grocery store checkout line. We've had several conversations um, in the Chick-fil-A checkout line. Be open to that stirring of the Holy Spirit. And again, I pray that God's voice is your loudest voice. Don't be afraid to speak God's word because here's the thing. God's word never returns void. And you may think that you've muddled it up with all what you've said, but God's word never returns void. And he will work through you, he will work in you, and he will work with you when you say yes. I want you to stop being afraid. And I want you to be like um, Peter and John. Silver and gold I do not have, but what I have I will give you, and that is Jesus Christ. Each born-again believer has Jesus Christ, has the Holy Spirit living in and through them. And it's time for us as the body of Christ to rise up and be the hands and feet of Jesus. Ask the Lord to show you who to talk to, when to talk to him, what to say, and he will give you those words each and every time. He is He is so faithful, so faithful to do that. And when he does, and that person receives the gift, they will as well get up and leap. They will run with joy. They will they will run their race set before them. You know, I think about this. Such as I have is what John is what Peter uh, Peter said. I do not have, but what I do have, I give to you. It's the anointing. It's the healing. It's the delivering, yoke breaking, sin killing, life giving, and eternal mighty power of God. That's what we have. I'm going to read that again. It says, "Such as I have, what a such." That is what a such that is. It's the anointing. It's the healing. It's the delivering. It's the yoke breaking, sin killing, life giving, and eternal almighty power of God. That's what you have to give. That is what you have to give. And its value is far above riches of this world. The power that you have to give and the message that you have to share is what the world needs now more than anything else. I pray blessings over you. I pray that you um, will get out of that comfort zone and don't be so self-conscious, but be God conscious because the world needs what you have. God has given you a gift. He's giving you gifts and talents to go into the world. And he is going to go with you. And that's the beauty of it. He will never leave you nor forsake you. He is right there with you. And so I pray that you will take that step of faith wherever he's leading you. Get into the book of Acts and read it for yourself. Make it personal. Make it personal for you. The same power that raised Jesus from the dead 
lives inside of you. And you too can be the hands and feet of Jesus Christ in a hurting, confused, divided world. I pray blessings upon blessings over you. And I just ask that you, each of you listening or watching, will have a supernatural love encounter with God that changes your life and rocks your world for his His glory and your good. And I'll talk to you next time. And don't forget, you can follow me on social media. I'd love to hear from you. TheChristianView.tv or Dr. Trudy Simmons. Talk to you soon. Bye-bye. Thanks for listening to the Dr. Trudy Podcast. Learn more and get in touch with us at TrudySimmons.net. That's TrudySimmons.net. And help us to reach others with these encouraging messages of hope and inspiration by simply sharing them with your friends on your favorite social media platform. God bless, and thank you so much for joining us today. We'll see you again soon, right here on the Dr. Trudy Podcast. Star General Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.